just me or is it getting crazier out there okay here we go with Whoops. horror Ex what oh no I was... yeah horror express hey guys uh i like that new intro happy belay yeah new intro Woo! there um new year new intro yeah new intro uh belated happy belated birthdays and, and salutations birthdays and, and, and hanukkahs happy festivus and, and um you know new year whatever how was your Christmas? Memorial Days and... Oh, what? How was your Christmas? Christmas was fine. We haven't convened since Rare Exports. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else pounds them out. We yeah. take the day, the weeks off. Yeah. It's what we do. Go have a family. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're back. We'll get a job. Um, we're, we're back. <laughs> we're, we, we've got some movies to start doing every week again. Movies! Um, also got some... I'm going to put a special video up uh, separately for... Uh, trivia nights are coming back. I think I'm going to start Ooh. doing them Saturday nights. I think I'm going to start with Halloween and go through the entire Halloween franchise, just why? like I did Friday the Thirteenth. You're like, why? why? Eh, people like it, so you know, why? But um, <laughs> coming up the Let's Halloween do one on Tuesday, kills. man. I'll, I'll stump them. But you'll stump them. Huh? I remember stump them, rump them. Did you ever play like, Star Wars trivial, like Trivial Pursuit? Yeah, I remember we were playing. Me and two friends. Nobody. Two of a, two of the three were, including myself, were big Star Wars fans. Yeah. And I remember the first question, and I was kidding because I was like, "Okay, anybody who, even if you don't know the Star Wars movies, you yeah. know, you know the answer to this." I'm like, name the actor that played Bib Fortuna. Oh, God. And, yeah, I knew. <laughs> I, I would have lost already. I don't yeah. know the name. Bib Fortuna. But anyways, we got... You know, question. Who's Bib Fortuna? <laughs> we're starting this off with um, a doozy... A stupid name. Bib Fortuna. There's a, yeah, it sounds like... Yeah, can, can, you know, sounds like something you get at a Japanese can restaurant of seafood or, or, or yeah, Japanese cuisine. You know, um, dog food. You know, yeah. Open up a can of Bib Fortuna for your dog. Yeah. He'll love you. Or your cat. More Maybe. fish. Dogs are kind of beef, chicken. Mm -hmm. you know, are they? Yeah. I thought they were more like licking their own nuts. They do that too. <clears throat> Make dog so, food that tastes like the, dog's nuts. The movie we'll be discussing this week is Horror Express. Mm -hmm. Horror Express, 1972. Yeah. It stars Christopher Lee. Yeah. Peter Cushing. Yeah. And um, Telly Savalas makes He's an appearance at you, kid. a little bit later in the film. Yeah. And Made a cool um, $22,000 doing that. For yeah. that five minutes of work. Wow. And this movie, when genes, we get into baby. it, is a little trippy, to, t to say the least here. Um, good, good. It's, it's European. It's, to, it's a Spanish production. Yeah, let, let me put things over to Ted, and he can kind of explain the synopsis of the movie. Because this was Ted's pick this week. I, mm -hmm. think, I think he was getting back at me for What, what do you mean getting back at you? This film. is a good movie. Ted loves this film, but I don't I hate it, you. but I'm on the verge. I was on the verge of hate. You're going to be in the minority once the comments start. Everyone's going to chew you up alive. This movie, man. This movie was... Good. Great, even. Oh, I felt, you know... What? There, there were some characters, man. I just well, yeah, Christopher right. Lee was he it's was fantastic. Christopher Lee. He was fantastic. It's He's fantastic. always fantastic. But Peter Cushing was fantastic. He was a pitiable character. Hmm. He was he was. I felt sorry that he didn't have the strength that I seen in every other Peter Cushing film that was out there. This one, he's walking around going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna nail him on that. This one, he's going. Oh, 
Oh. Well. Dr. Sack, Professor Saxon. Oh, I mean, he's just a... Oh, and I, I, I don't even want to say nothing bad about Peter Cushing because he's such an icon. But why? Let's turn it over to Ted. All right. Synopsis of the story? Yeah. The Thing on a Train. <laughs> Wrong! That's it. The Thing on a Train. Well, you're getting an episode here where we can kind of like... This is almost like a debate kind of thing. It's, because it's, a, it's, it's an alien life form. Well, right? That can inhabit other life forms. Through their eyeballs. Through their eyeballs. And um, <clears throat> drain you of your memories and knowledge. Not like the thing, but more <clears throat> like a vampire movie. Well, you know, drains you of, of your and adds it to its own collective knowledge, and it becomes a so this who's is, who. You know, who's the monster? Who's not the monster? Um, as it is concealed. So this is your uh, Dracula on on a train. It's not Dracula. It's the thing on a train. Oh, and to uh, the, oh. the the story begins with. Christopher Lee takes place in 1906 it in does. China. Yes. He's an anthropologist. Manchuria. Manchuria. Szechuan. Szechuan oh. chicken Manchuria. Yeah. And uh, he discovers, sweet discovers yes. a, uh, an artifact, a, uh, a frozen, primitive, ape-man hybrid. Not a hybrid, but just a, a primitive yeah, do I say do I save the point that I want to make about the prehistoric thing until later on because know. it involves something that happens later in the film? I don't know. Let's I'll I'll just throw yeah. a fact out there then we'll continue this later I'll on when we speak. speak. He says this fossil ape mm -hmm. human ape thing is um 2 million years old. Well, this is what he says. You know, that's that's for the yeah I know I know he says it's two million years old well, maybe it is I don't know how he knows that there were not dinosaurs back two million years ago well that we know of well he science didn't, tells he us didn't, that he didn't we're not. find a dinosaur he found no a primitive man right but what was under the microscope towards the last scenes under there well that's not what the primitive man okay saw. well we'll talk when we get to you're, it you're you're confusing things in no. the film. Not. I'm well, gonna I'm gonna bring this all around. Okay, yeah, we'll discuss right. it when we get primitive to primitive man, yeah. and he's transporting it back to um, I think from China to Russia. I think they're headed to Russia on this. Yeah, on from this train from Russia with love. From oh, now that's a good movie. Amen to that. Man, that's Sister. my favorite oh. James Bond movie from Russia with Love. Yeah, mine, my it's a, favorite. It's a good one. No gadgets, like no crap, finger, like, straight up spy yeah, shit. There's no Sean Connery's I don't like, but yeah, that's a good one. But anyways, yeah, go ahead. And the thing on a train. Um, so they're carting it to the train, mm. and um, there is some hijinks that ensue at the, in the train office. Brushing when, a teeth when uh, when uh, Christopher Lee's trying. He plays um, character uh, Professor Saxton. Yes. And he's Professor trying to Saxon. get his ticket, and, and the guy doesn't want to give him a ticket. I think this is the Wicker Man on a train. No, it's not the Wicker Man on a train. It's the thing on a train. Oh. Everyone's going to agree with me. Okay. And, um... Yeah, let us know down below. Don't you like when Peter Cushing <laughs> does show up, and he just, you know, flashes a few bills to the guy. He gets his ticket, and, and Christopher Lee just takes his umbrella and knocks everything off the guy's desk, and 
You know? Oh, because yeah, at the train <clears throat> station at the because he refuses to you know offer the guy a bribe to to get on the train. And yeah, for some reason they didn't want to give the the guy there didn't want to give him because they're all corrupt. It's a corrupt an government, the corrupt system. And did not want to give him a. Ticket. He wouldn't have gave Peter Cushing one either unless he you know gave him that money. But prior to that happening, you know, there's the crate there, and everyone's looking at this crate. What's in this big crate? And well, there's the there's this this Chinaman. He's he must be a thief. They, yeah, they, I think his name's Ching Pao. I don't know what it Kung Pao, Ching Pao. I don't know what the hell his yeah. name is. Ching Pao. But uh, we don't see what happens to him. But he ends up dying. And there's this really wackadoo Eastern Orthodox priest. Yeah, you got his name written down here because I've seen this movie. Oh, about, it's hard to pronounce, but it's Father Pujarda. 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 Um, yeah. I can never remember his name. And as <laughs> soon as I see him, hopefully I can pop an image here real quick. Uh-huh. As soon as you see him come in the frame, Robert mm-hmm. De Niro. You think? It looks it's Robert De Niro. It's Robert De Niro. It's Robert De Niro. You take that hair off him, he doesn't look like Robert De Niro. He's been Ted, in other pictures. I looked at him as soon as he appeared and he's like this. Never once looked like Robert, Robert De Niro. De Niro. You, that's a, that's you'll a look at him again and you'll go I'm, Holy know. hell, Robert <clears throat> De Niro. I'm I'm gonna Robert I'm gonna De Niro. do it. I'm gonna try. Yeah. So he pops up. And this up, guy yeah. is, you know, he, he says, oh, you know, he couldn't be a thief. He's blind. And what we're going to find is that whenever this this uh, thing, thing this alien, because yeah. that's what it ultimately is, is an alien. Oh, you're giving it away already. Well, that's oh, yeah. okay. That's okay. Because mm. uh, everybody out there, they've seen it already. I know, probably. Yeah. And, and lots of people have seen this movie. It's actually public domain, so you shouldn't have any problem putting clips in there. Oh, yeah. No, no. You know, I'll put some stuff It's in on there. YouTube for crying yeah. out loud. But um, it... it Drains your everything through your eyes, so your eyes become opaque, like a blind man. And, and well, it, it drains your your memories, memories and knowledge, not just memories, but every, everything, memories everything that's knowledge. in your brain. And, and it makes your, the brain, which which we'll right. find out when when they do the autopsy. Yeah, when Doctor um, Wells, Peter Cushing's character, yeah. uh, does the autopsy and cuts his brain open, he goes. I like the one lady. She goes, smooth as a baby's butt. And it is. That is good. Because there's no ripples or anything on the brain itself. Mm-hmm. Because. Right. No. no Sucked ridges. everything out of no it. No ridges. So it I guess. Suck the ridges guess out. guess if you take the memories and knowledge away, you're left with smooth. Mm-hmm. So the memories and knowledges are the ridges in the brain. I, I wonder if a baby's according brain to, is all. According to this movie. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> no, that is true. Though. Oh, what? That is, you know, the, the ridges in the brain. Well, it's, it is your creates knowledge. parts of the brain. There you go. And, and but um, you can core out pieces. Yeah, and still there, there's a little bit of intrigue fine. trying to find out, you know, intrigue. Yes, because there's a spy on the train. Oh, a beautiful woman who's a spy. International intrigue. Trying to evidently steal is a is a new invention. Yeah, <laughs> and, all right. Uh, they're yeah. trying to steal the piece of it, the formula of it. There's the the well, is it an invention? From Poland. It, it's I don't know. it's like a there we'll you know, the guy. I mean, it's the giant brick of steel. Yeah, that that's you can't not really scratch that, with that, a diamond. That's not going to help you much. It's the formula how to make it that would be yeah. you know, valuable. Um, there's the count and countess from Poland on there. Oh, uh, so yeah, and, and they're you know, looking she's for the, the spy. I like I like the spy yeah. Natasha a little bit better though. The, uh, that's just me. Yeah. That that shade of like reddish brown hair. That's yeah. Like, it's just. Gets my, yeah. gets my attention. Gets my attention. Oh, really? Like the flagpole. So. Yeah. Straight up. Um, Peter Cushing's very interested. His Dr. Wells character is very interested in seeing what's in there. And he even pays the, uh, <laughs> the um, 
It's not a guard. Whoever runs like the luggage car. Yeah. To yeah, drill a little hole in there. See, luggage what, see what's in there. Whatever. Yeah, drill a hole in there. Yeah. Right. So you know the guy he's undoing the okay, screws yeah. and everything, and um, well, he ends up getting the surprise of his life because that sucker comes back alive. And uh, drains him out. I, li- I like how when they're back there, though, you hear this big, gigantic moan uh, coming from the thing. And and when questioned, he goes, eh, I wasn't coming from there. Well, you know, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> Christopher Lee's character Come. is very... Uh, Robust? You know, well, no, he's just very matter-of-fact and does not believe in any kind of superstition. Any kind, Like, even when he has to deal with that uh, that priest. You know, the priest says, you know... You know, where there is God, there is the cross. You know, where there is Satan, there's no cross. And he tries to take chalk and draw a cross on the right. crate, and it doesn't draw it on there. And he's just like a poppycock. You and, know, and rubbish. Tells, That's who, what he always said. Rubbish. Yeah. Who it, tells him later on that the, the, he goes, somebody, who shows him the chalk? It's like a, uh, an engineer, another okay, yeah. uh, the engineer, passenger on the plane. Yeah, he goes, or, he no, goes, train, not plane. He, he goes to Christopher, he goes, this is real chalk. You know, it didn't why do write you explain, him. Yeah, why? You know, what's your explanation for that? And he, you know, he throws out a couple things. And, yeah. Um, you know, he just won't believe it. Won't believe it. So I think he even hears that noise too. Yeah. But he's telling him in his brain, this thing's two million years old at least. It's a fossil. It's frozen. Yeah. Um, it, it, no, it didn't come from. And there. he checked them in. He opened it up and he, he pulled yeah, and out was, what looked like a chunk of glass. Chunk of ice. Chunk of ice. ice. You know, because they had chisel it out of the rock. Because in the beginning of the film, it was embedded so that was in ice. The, huh? Yeah, it was ice. Oh, we should talk about the uh, train scene, fantastic train scene going through what may be Manchuria. I mean, you know, just it looks vast, real, but it's a it's vast, a model train. No, it's a model I do train. Like, I do like those scenes where the trains going through, and I love. And the movie was trains. The movie was all created and written. Did you know this, Ted? This is, I By think it. I told it to you five minutes before the show started. <laughs> Come on, man! Come on! <laughs> give, Come me, on. give me something! Give me something, man! No, no, yeah, Ted told me. I mean, they, they wrote the whole movie. The producer got a hold the footage. of the train. Yeah, and they thought, well, <laughs> I don't want to waste having access to this train. Let's write a story. Yeah, and so they came up with a story, very similar to the thing, just takes place on a train, um, or or very uh, similar to the movie Polar Express. Not so much, but you know, whatever. So uh, what we're saying is the um, the creature. Obviously, wakes up, has thawed out enough, Just enough to wake up, drains that guy out, and is able to get the crate open and escape. Yes. By, uh, I think he picks the lock and gets out. Yeah. But, but an advanced... And that attendant is back there, too, and he's hearing him pull the thing out, you know, and go... And he gets, you know, the thing gets... Yes. Him. The thing is... Makes your eyes bleed, your eyes turn white, yeah. and... And it, when the lights are off, the lights, right, the have, lights to be have to be off. Because the creature's eye is red. Yeah. You only see like one eye. So, so the creature actually doesn't look that bad. I think it looks kind of cool. Some weird it's, it's, Sasquatch it looking. Looks, it looks similar to Video Dead, the zombie that was in the TV. I don't even remember. I mean, I know we did a commentary on that, but I don't remember. It looks that similar movie. to that, which it looks similar to kind of a zombie a 70s zombie type mm-hmm. creature. But, you know, there's there's a look. It's 1972. There's a look to zombies back in the day back then. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, this kind of has that look to it. But um, also, like, yeah, I mean, they get the hairy arms, a little bit hairy. Yeah. But very interesting. Hairy. So I, now, I like now that. Now this creature like is on, on the loose. Yeah. And, um, well, I guess... Spooks on the loose. This is, is a good... This is spooks on the loose on a train, I kind guess. of. 
I guess this is a good enough time to discuss your oh breakdowns. Um, your uh, feelings about Peter Cushing's portrayal of the character. And I okay, think, I, I think and I I know can, you'll explain a little bit. I think of I can explain this to you. Yeah, no, I, Ted. I mean, I, I honestly, I, Peter Cushing's always been a very strong lead. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know Christopher Lee's in here, and he takes that spotlight as the strong lead. Mm-hmm. But Peter Cushing has always been that strong lead, and well, even when he's a secondary character, he's always had a strong presence. Here, he he tames himself down like. 25%. Can I, can I say something? And just... I'm glad to, you noticed that. Yeah, no. Okay. Because there's a, there's a... If re- there is a reason I'm behind it. I'm glad you noticed that. Okay. This movie was filmed mm-hmm. um, towards the end of 1971, released in 72. I bet you something with maybe his health or something. And Go ahead. earlier that year, yeah. uh, his wife died. Mm. And he mourned her for the rest of his life. Uh, they were very, very close. And you will notice if you look... Even if you look at his IMDb... And you look at the films, starting mm-hmm. in about 71, 72, all the way through eh, through Star Wars, yeah. movie after movie after movie after movie after movie mm-hmm. after movie after movie. Whereas before, not I mean, several movies, but yeah. not like that period of time. Mm-hmm. And um, he had arrived on busy, set. Or... To stay busy. Mm-hmm. He had arrived on set, and uh, he was going through a really tough period at this time. And he was about to tell the director, I'm, I, you know, I know I showed up, but I, I can't do the film. Mm. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm cool. not in any shape to do the film. Uh, and they were really nervous about losing him because it was a real coup to get Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, you know, the two Hammer icons. Um, this is not a Hammer film, but it's a, you know, um, going to be a European horror film released, you know, in Europe <clears throat> and and in America. And and they got Telly Savalas to boot too. So. Um, they were a little, you know, worried to lose him. Mm. Uh, Christopher Lee stepped up, and um, you know, just kind of appealed to Peter Cushing's professionalism mm-hmm. and their past experiences working on films together, and got to convince him to, you know, stay the course, do the film. And there are plenty of scenes where you can kind of tell that Christopher Lee's carrying him a little bit. And, oh yeah, no, without a doubt. And, yeah, and, yeah. and you noticed that. Yes, yes. And so what you're, and actually, um, some of the you know even DVD editions, I think there might even talk about this, and maybe some of the supplements. But you're really seeing Peter Cushing probably at his lowest point uh-huh. after his wife died. Okay. Um, he had done a couple films before that, and, and um, or I don't know if he had filmed them before, and maybe yeah. they were just released then, but. Um, well, that this was makes sense then. Yeah, this yeah. was okay. at his probably the hardest film for him to do, as far as being prepared and and just being emotionally there to do it. Yeah, and um, I, I'm see something. A couple other things I, about I, him is like no, no, he, no, no, he would no. get night panics. He was actually afraid of the dark. What was that called? Nyctophobia, whatever. He, he as a grown man, he, he was just yeah. afraid of the dark. Wow. And Christopher Lee would even sleep in the same room with him, just you know, so someone was there with him when he interesting because this would happen to him and. Um, the only reason he didn't commit suicide, because his, his autobiography, it almost hints because that he tried to kill himself. Mm. But his wife, you know, left him this note and, yeah. and uh, you know, don't, you know, live your life, live your full life. And he would feel like that was a betrayal. Right. So he did. I mean, he lived till, what, the 90s? I can't remember when he passed away, but, yeah. you know, it was in the 90s, I believe. 
And, yeah, yeah. And he did um, live a long life. Yeah, yeah, never. You know, obviously, never remarried. There's plenty of interviews with him where he, he says, you know, I mean, after my wife died, it's just my heart's not in anything anymore. Mm. Um, you know, I'm just whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it to keep busy, to forget, to keep my mind off of it. Oh. And damn, yes. So well, there you go. This is you're seeing a cool movie, but you're also seeing him at his lowest point and not his usual self in this movie. And you can see that Christopher Lee kind of carries him a little bit through it. Um, and there you go. So okay. it's actually kind of cool that you noticed it. Yeah, no. Um, it's, it's good that you picked up, I mean, of course. See? Now Ted, you Ted might would think know, about the movie a little bit. Ted would know the story behind Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. You know, matter of fact, um, even his, I don't know how many autobiographies he has, but the one that I have, um, it ends when his wife dies. After the death of his wife, that's oh, when his yeah. autobiography ends. Wow. And in his way, he felt like his life ended at that time, too. Really? Yes. That's so interesting, he, man. He, and anybody that knew him said he mourned her. Yeah, the rest of the day. I remember I even have an issue of, um, you know, the, the Monster Magazine you can buy now, Scary Monsters. I, I buy every issue. comes out four times a year. Right. And <laughs> It does. There was an article. It's quarterly. That someone had written uh, about oh. the opportunity they got to visit... Um, Vincent Price on the set of a movie called Madhouse, and Peter Cushing is in that movie. Mm -hmm. And it was like knew someone who knew someone, and he got to spend some time with Vincent Price. Good and, for him. And he had asked, you know, I'd, I'd love to meet Peter Cushing as well. Yeah. And in, in, in the article, the guy says, you know, he was going to take him to go meet Peter Cushing. But he's like, uh, you know what? His wife died a while ago, and mm -hmm. and this this was actually like three years. Wow. <clears throat> and he wouldn't take him like to where Peter was. Because he probably knew, you know, when yeah. Peter's by himself, he you doesn't want to be, himself. you know. And That's so he didn't I get do. a chance to... Oh. Um, so, yeah. I guess that was as good a point as any to bring that part up. And, um, yeah, no, no. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, yeah, I mean, continue on with the... Um, the movie and the so character. The creatures yeah. on the loose. There's a, there's a police captain on 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 board. Yeah, there's several characters. Uh, mm -hmm. But know. it mostly just becomes a you know who's who's the creature, where's the creature. I mean, the creature's like on the outside of the well, train. Well, yeah, yeah. Which I thought which I would have been a cool scene. I thought that <coughs> I thought that was kind of cool. The, but the if they could have shown a scene like Didn't just of a, a creature lot of it, on top but, of the train, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. that would have been neat. Yeah, but, but it was a model. <laughs> but, I mean, we come to find out that it's the creature right away. Mm -hmm. But what ends up happening, uh, you know... The creature's partially... killing another person, and the police officer, the policeman... He's killed maybe, what, three? A few people, and uh, who's in there with him? I think, is it the priest? The priest is in there. Yeah. The priest and, and the, and the oh, creature in, yeah. in the baggage car, and the officer, the policeman, sees him. And they lock eyes. Yes, this is very important. All right, that, that, the one the drainage inspector. thing is starting. Yeah. And he's got enough wherewithal to pop, inspector pop, a, pop four caps in his ass. Yeah, he and, starts shooting a guy. But while the transfer of, mm -hmm. you know, memories he and knowledge the is body going on. of the creature. And what we're going to find is this alien can't exist outside of a physical form for very long, it has to go into another body. Right, a la Star Trek, mm -hmm. this alien being, which mm -hmm. would have been cool if they had a la Star Trek, mm -hmm. this like glowing red thing, then you don't get the who's who for a little while. And so they, what you get, they don't give you much. So what you get is the creature dying, and then all of a sudden, Inspector Merov 
If I'm saying that right, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, it's a good Russian name. Yeah. It ends up becoming him. becoming the alien creature. Right. We don't know that at first. Right. Um, Meanwhile, the, the, the preacher sees everything that's going on <clears> and is just... Evidently being, completely renounces God, Jesus, and all that and yeah. says, I'm following this thing. Satan. He says it. <laughs> Satan. Yeah. Hey, hey not it's that easy, going guys. On. I'm following Satan. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah, it's very, it was very I think odd. that actually happens a little bit later, but yeah, that ends up Right, happens. right, right, right. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, the cop ends up waking up. Yeah. And he looks a little dazed. He's asking a couple of questions that once you've seen the movie before, if you watch it again, you get why he's asking these questions because he's in a new body and doesn't really know what's going on. Good yet. thing nobody noticed the hairy arm. Too. He keeps that hidden. He kind but of even looks, when he woke up, it was like he under looks the down. Blanket. Yeah, he, you see him look down, but we don't get to see the arm yeah. yet. Yeah. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that his arm would be that way. No, it doesn't. I think it's just for the audience. Unless it's cut him into a shed. What's that movie again? Blood on Satan's yeah, Call. Yeah, Blood Blood on Satan's Call. Where where they have the little patch of hair right. from the... You know, right. But anyways, yeah, go ahead. And poor Linda Hayden in that one. She had to donate her eyebrows, and that, that, oh! was, her, that was her flesh. No. <clears throat> okay. She gets to give Behemoth the, the, the eyebrows. Behemoth. But um, I, I think that's more for the audience. Just so oh, that yeah. we know yeah. that's where it is. Right. I, I don't... Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. I think it's just there as a cue... So that we all know. And it doesn't become as scary. I mean, the hairy arm, Mm -hmm. you know. I think people might not know right away. But see, now we know right away. I think now, really, it's it's Rosemary's baby on on a a train. And um, so they've they've got the creature. Or blood on Satan's claw claw on a train. This is... This is a potpourri. It is. Of, it's got of a few things. It's horror little, movies on a train. Little horror, little sci-fi. Little, little body snatchers going on. Almost. I mean, body snatchers. Even that story sort of reminds me of the thing in in a way. Yeah. I mean, you know, people, you know, assimilating other people, and. I mean, it's it's pretty much a remake of the thing if you really think about it. You know. Well, that's what I was said at the very beginning. Where, did, of this wasn't podcast. this was going to be. Uh, Kurt Russell's first movie too, right? Kurt Russell been in movies before this. Oh, he's in Disney movies. <laughs> oh no, I thought I know. I'm just you know. Yeah. By go, God, go along. If it wasn't for John go. Carpenter putting him in his uh, Snake Plissken, he never would have broke out. Escape from this place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they get the idea, they to, you know to start examining the body of this primitive man, mm-hmm. and. Um, they get the, the eyeballs. Eyes. They the take eyes. the eyeball and now, eyeball out. Okay. And that very kind of que- squeak, gory little There's a little moments of gore in this film that you wouldn't When the expect. eyeball and the needle goes into yeah. the eye. Now, I'm going to point out something else. Even though I love the movie. And this is movie, where i got to bring can... something up. But go ahead. Well, go ahead. Go all ahead. right. Well, maybe you won't have to after I'm done. Okay. Um, but I do have something negative to say. Oh. And that's, you know, if this primitive... Yeah. Primate, whatever this this prehistoric was. prehistoric alien. man. Yeah, whatever. Um, they take fluid from its eyes, and they're examining the fluid. <laughs> well, because they know, you know, something's up with the eyes. The things, you know, they know how it was draining. They know yeah. that it was looking through the eyes and draining the thoughts and knowledge from the brain. They've already done autopsies on the victims and right. seen the brains, so they want to examine the eyes, and they don't it's know the yet. They don't know yet yes. that this was just an extra, extraterrestrial inhabiting this body. Right. So these should just be normal eyes that when you right. examine the fluid should be normal 
Eye fluid. Fl- eye fluid shit. Yeah. All right. But when they look at it under a microscope, microscope. they see... Well, what's the first thing they see? Uh, I think a, a, a... The last person dying, they the see. The last person... The last thing that this creature saw, saw, which was the police officer yes. aiming the gun at him. Um, they pull some fluid from a little deeper, and they start to see images of dinosaurs. Pull the fluid a little bit deeper. That's where I got a problem, but we'll get to it. <clears throat> Go on. I might be able to explain that for you. Okay. And they pull some fluid a little bit deeper, and then they see an image of the Earth from space. This is where they start to piece together that this must have been an extraterrestrial, and this is its Meanwhile, they're all they're all fine with the <clears throat> theory that, oh my God, the eyes are the place that's got the images and taking out is like Seems taking out little, film from an eyeball. It is. It is a little. You know, it is a little. Now, See, as there's, far a, as there's the, a thing in the paranormal world in in real life mm-hmm. that people talk about. Everything everywhere is constantly imprinting time on objects such as stone, the door, like this hat, uh, the walls, metal, anything that would that's around is imprinting energy, which we all consist of, mm-hmm. and imprinting these. You know, in our eye fluid. Periods of time. Uh, well, no, this reminds me of that because mm-hmm. you know people say. That one day, you know, this is science, you know, they've all got theories out the wazoo. That one day will be, same as the crystal skulls and stuff like that. One day, and this is where they get the idea of crystals, you know, looking, we see. um, That one day we'll be able to extract time and memories visually Mm -hmm. from objects. This is what scientists say. And this is a thing. Look it up. It's totally a thing. Huh. And um, so it kind of, you know, goes towards, you know, the images being imprinted somehow on this eyeball mm-hmm. and, and in the fluid in the eye. But still a very far-fetched, weird idea that they would come up with in right. 1972. I guess you know. so. As but, far as the dinosaurs... Um, well, that's where... It, I mean, okay. I don't... The because extraterrestrial they said two, later they said, says... They said two million years right. ago. That the extraterrestrial creature, later says... When, yeah. when they're, you know, when they're encountering him and they're having a conversation with him that, yeah. um, you know, I came, you know, I was part of a, come from another galaxy. I came here, you know, millions of years ago and I was right. left here by accident. I survived by going from organism to organism. It sounds like, because uh, at first he said protozoa, then fish, yeah. then larger creatures. It sounds like they arrived here really before any kind of, you know, land life ever right. started. No, so I, maybe I remember these are that. just images that are, you know, I mean, why they're able to pull that fluid from this creature, I don't know. Maybe but the if creature... these are the memories of, of the extraterrestrial, yeah. then the extraterrestrial could, ha- extraterrestrial could have seen yeah. these things. Well, see, you know what <clears throat> I was talking about now makes a little bit more sense because the creature itself could have been two million years right. ago. But, like you're, you just said, started from protozoa, mm-hmm. moved on to a, a fish... To reptiles, to whatever, right. eventually making its way on this planet to this, to this creature, which was two was. million years ago. So, right. scratch it. I guess that makes sense. That I still totally don't know how they sense, can get that but... just from the eyeballs. But oh no, no, that part is out there. It's a little sci-fi right. fantasy kind of thing going. But it helps when you've watched this more but... than once, because you know, even that. Yeah. What we're just talking about now. Right. I picked it up on this most recent because. I mean, I've seen this movie a few times, and I, I do really like it, but I was just watching it a little bit more critically this time. Yeah. Because I actually watched it about two weeks ago. 
Oh. And so I'm watching okay. it again. I just watched it for fun then. Yeah. And uh, this one, I'm watching it, watching the details, yeah. trying to make sure, you know, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, because not everything makes sense. And, right, right. You know, I mean, hell, my favorite movie is King Kong. I mean, you don't <laughs> tell me that all makes sense. I mean. Right. right. <laughs> but. Sacrilege. I, I know. I know. I mean, you know, let's know. just suppose that dinosaurs but, could but be living was, on an island. That that part of the movie was kind of the most interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of. Makes you go, whoa! What the hell? What is this all about? And, uh, I mean, I so, know, uh, you know that was interesting. You know, I know Telly Savalas is in this film. We we don't even really need to talk about him very much. He plays a Cossack, which back then in Eastern Europe, Russia, and the you know the steppe regions and mountainous regions, yeah. there were these little Cossacks. I remember from my history classes because I used to be a history teacher. Tribes or whatever. Yeah, little tribes of militaristic, democratic. You know, they, they just self-contained groups and right. you know, whatever, you know, they some mercenaries raiding, whatever, and that that's all he was, one of those kinds right. of guys. Um, they get a little cable from the train that there's been some murders on the train and all that. There's they been a know. murder! They keep thinking maybe war has broken out, they don't know what's going on, there's all this intrigue, there's a spy. Yeah. Um, so they're going to get on there and see if there's any rebels or, you know, <laughs> whatever on there. And so Some without a <clears> cause, <throat> but yeah. Ooh. But basically... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess they just got him because his name was big right. then. Because his part in this movie, yeah, was just just kind of all right stupid. I, and and uh. like I said, he got you know twenty two thousand dollars, you know, which is pretty good money, I guess, for just you know an actor of his caliber. Yeah. And I, I read that he used the money to put a down payment on an apartment for his his lady friend. So, <laughs> so I even know what he did with the money. Yeah. <laughs> Now, as far as like Christopher Lee and Peter, I don't know like what their salaries were yeah, at the time, but um, doesn't matter really. I mean, you know, then we we'll start to find we start to see the the hand on the police hour, so we know it's him. Yeah, and well, um, there's a big scene in the the train car where mm-hmm. they, uh, the doctor and professor Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, both bring everybody together mm-hmm. because they want to start looking at their in the eyes. eyes. They get the idea to look in the eyes. Yeah, to see who. It could be because the killings continued. Remember that one engineer says, you know? "Maybe you should rule out X-rays and things like that." It's like, yeah, okay, well, how? <laughs> yeah, great, great idea. I'll here, I'll just pull my scanner out of my ass. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then he's the last one, the police officer. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then and while they're in a the train car, the, the Christopher Lee, the professor, uh, gets the idea to inch his way back and turn the light off mm-hmm. because he comes up you know with the idea huh, it was all, all of them were in the dark yes and right. so he flicks it off there's the glowing there's eyes. the red lights and i must say looked very very cool mm-hmm. i mean yeah those it, not quite like the creatures where it was like a light up bulb or whatever yeah but it, it almost was like, like red full eye, eye red lenses almost looked like this it just looked very weird. Almost the, like the, the face head. was a mask or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, like like a prop mask or something like that. Yeah, I know? got that feeling too. And um, you know, so immediately starts boom, you know shooting, you know, mm-hmm. blowing them away, and he goes into the cart, falls down, and and in goes the preacher with him too. Yep. Because you know he, he wants That's to be master. Him. Yeah, master. <laughs> yeah. The master. Which is, I don't know, the, the preacher. I don't remember what part it is, weird. but you know when they're. You know, still trying to figure out what to do, and I think there's a part where Peter Cushing comes in the room. He's got a rifle, and he's like, "Yeah, this might come in handy." And I don't know if it's the police officer who says, "You know, how do we know it's not you guys?" And he just looks all he's like, 
We're British. <laughs> we're, yeah, yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> we're British. Yeah. Like he's completely indignant. Like, yeah. We're British. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he said that. Yeah, that was kind of. <clears throat> I did like that. But but yeah, I mean, you know, so so the preacher ends up becoming the right creature. He's the next yeah. one now. It, it is, yeah. And he, this is where he tells them. You know, the story, I was an extraterrestrial from another galaxy, came here and left here. And, um, you know, Christopher Lee's got the, the bead on him, yeah. and he tries to tempt him, you know, with... You Everybody, know, back in the cargo train! I, yeah, everyone Everybody else is backing off the into back. the cargo train. All of, like, Telly Savalas' guys have been killed. Yeah. I mean, they, they drain them all. Which was a, a kind of cool mm-hmm. uh, later when... Not much later, because this is towards all the end of the soldiers. movie. But, you know, yeah, he all of a sudden starts doing something weird, and, and he starts activating and rising from the dead all of these right. people who were killed. Right, he can control them, I guess. Control them, yeah. Like, Turns them all into, like, you know, zombies. Not flesh zombies, night. but zombies. Yeah. And he was trying to tempt Christopher Lee with, you know, I can, I can cure your diseases, I can give you technology, yeah. you know. And he even had asked some questions... Before. Now, let's see. This is when he was still in the police officer's body. Yeah. About, you know, like he asked about that steel, you know, mm-hmm. how hot can it get? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, 10, 12,000 degrees. And he's like, well, where would you find heat like that? And he asks the... Um, Not on Earth, but he in asks space. The, the engineer about, you know, is it possible to defy gravity, to, you know, break through the Earth's gravity? It, it's like he's trying to figure out how to put together a craft to get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he doesn't want to stay here. Yeah. So those parts were kind of interesting. Well, and, and that's and what happens in the thing, at least the John Carpenter one, it's trying to build a craft to go he, blast off somewhere. He mentions to Peter Cushing's character uh, mm-hmm. also about, you know, has man reached off the planet? And he tells him... Uh, how does he say it? I think that's the engineer. Isn't that the engineer? Is it the engineer? And he says, okay, yeah, you yeah. know, no, but any day now. He's, he mentions one of his Yeah, that, that's the funny part. He says, who has, but any know, day now. Yeah. Rockets, you know, which yeah. wouldn't come for many, many So, So, I mean, totally goes towards the point that you're trying to mm-hmm. make with trying to get off the planet, you know. Right. But, and that um, was in John Carpenter's thing. You know, it was yeah. trying to, when he was inside uh, Wilford Brimley, you know, he's trying to make a, another um, ship to, to leave right. the Earth. Yeah. And um, so that that was a little similarity in there too. Yep. Um, they get everybody in the baggage car. Um, they're desperately trying to uncouple it because they have um, used yeah, the radiograph. Called? Yeah. I can't remember who did it off the top of my head, but they send you know, by Morse code to um, the next train station to switch. Yeah, to do the oh whatever that thing's called. I can't remember. It's got a name. I can't remember what it's called when they switch the track. And, yeah. Uh, because there's a dead end that way. It's just a drop, a sheer drop. Yeah. They're. they're Switching it to direct it to another right. off track, which ends up being a short track that goes off of off a cliff, a gigantic cliff. And, and uh, the priest now. And I like how they were bantering back and forth. They're going, "Why would they do that? The, right. the, all, everybody war? in the train's going to die. Is it war? Yeah, Is it war? It was war." And they go, "It must be war. Must be war. It must be." <clears throat> and uh, the the priest who now has the alien inside him. He had killed the engineer, so you know he's kind of knows how to drive the train, yeah. but just not fast enough to stop the damn thing before it goes off the cliff. And it is really a cool scene. That train goes off. They uncouple yeah. that baggage car at the last moment, yep. and you know the train goes flying off, explodes, yeah, and that baggage car just right. I mean, oh, right inches, there. yeah, just you know, just like in any real good movie, man, it yeah. just stops right there, and or any bad movie, look down there, just, and yeah, it's all blown up, and I guess we presume that this organism, you know, Continues. was destroyed. So, or, or, yeah. 
Um, a little bit. That's pretty much the end. A little. Bit I bet of... you it found a creature or something to go into. Mm-hmm. Because there were plans to have a Horror Express too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I mean, there could have been a bug think, or something. What did they say? I think it was supposed to be like uh, early 80s they came up with the concept. And <laughs> the concept. it was supposed to take place in New York City. It'll probably be a remake. They'll remake this one and, or something. Like that. And they were supposed <laughs> to be on like the rapids down, you know, the transit, you know, mm-hmm. down in the, underneath the ground. And the subway system in New York. Boy. And um, it can't be bad. No. Um, they could put a CGI uh, I think it was Peter gonna be, Cushing I think there. it was going to be one of Kevin Costner's first roles that they, figure that they said. Um, Kevin Costner. Yeah, and they, they were going to kill him. and what, For reals? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, you know, that is it. It didn't really, um, yeah, it didn't do much I enjoyed talking here. about it a lot more than watching in, it. In Spain, which is, you know, the country where it was made in Madrid, I think, or whatever. Yeah, Madrid. Didn't do well there. No. Did well in other territories, but it's one of those movies that got picked up for all it's the... It's a cult class. All the late night horror shows. Yeah. Because it fell into public domain, and um, it was on all the, all the you know, Son of Ghoul, and, and uh, I think anywhere Elvira you, showed it. Anywhere any you had a horror hosts, host, that This was usually one of the it. movies that they would play, and yeah. it's... Or yeah. it would just be yeah. on late night TV, you know, or something yeah. like that. The late, late, late. Show. It was just one of those cheap movies that local channels could throw on at night because it didn't cost anything. Right. So you could have seen it on TV. Shillings. You know, it was always one of the cheap dollar tapes at like D and K or whatever, like the, you know, like like you, you know, you, could buy DNK, the, yeah. you know, in the great EP mode, the District of Columbia. Yeah. But uh, it's it's has since been lovingly restored, and it looks beautiful on Blu-ray. Arrow put out a nice version of it. I have it. I love it. One of my favorites. I don't know. I just you when did, those you, two guys get together, you Cushing and it. Lee. Yeah. I just I just love them. and what's well, different about this one? Usually they're you know, they're against each other. Yeah. And this is one where they work together. Yeah. And there's a few movies like that, but not many with those. You two. had an emotional connection. I have an emotional even if, connection. Even if I had issues with, uh, you know, Peter Cushing's, which I understand now, yeah. um, you just, you know, you're like daddy, you know, cradling the baby. Listen. You know, it doesn't matter what they Peter do. Peter Cushing doesn't phone it in. And, and, and right. This was as close as he ever got to phoning it. Right. So no matter what he does, good. you there's a deep deep spot in your heart for him and, and you don't want nothing said bad about him and I understand don't no one's going to say anything I, bad about I, him yeah I appreciate not that not in my presence yeah so you know I, I apologize for being such a Debbie apologize Downer apologize to them I'm tell sorry. them you're sorry I'm sorry I'll let you apologize to them so <clears throat> next week we'll have a fun one this was a fun one <laughs> No, this was a great conversation for the, the horror. Exp- That's right. Not and I know horror I know there's some people out there that love it. Yes, so. let us know in the comments below. That's right. Or don't. Whatever. Right? Doesn't matter. Adds up to zero in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, great conversation. Interesting movie. If anything, see, it, it was an interesting movie. It, it, had a little bit of sci-fi, horror, mm-hmm. fantasy, drama. 
had it all, man. So we probably should have watched but, it together. And then we, well, it all it would always be <laughs> but we never better did. watching it together. I mean, we could go back and forth and go, so that means... Oh, I didn't even like... I didn't mention it, but when, when mm-hmm. Natasha comes in there, you know, the spy, and, and she tells him, I can Ooh. make it worth your while. Yeah! Like, oh, sandwich. I remember that, yeah. Like, yeah. There were some, there were some zingers... Oh. Here and there, and and I think Christopher no deleted scene. And Christopher Lee, I think, looked at her when she said, "Went, oh, yeah. did you catch that?" I mean, I think, she, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> he's like, he's a gentleman. He's like, later in the <clears throat> in the trailer. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh she was so, yeah. foxy though. She was. Foxy. So yeah, there you go, you guys. Um, yeah. So until next time, man. Um, we're just going to head. We're going to leave you on a high note. That's right. Catch you next time. Is it getting crazier out there?